Welcome to the Light Post Podcast, where we endeavor to cast light from God's word on the issues that impact our lives. I'm Pastor Jim Lowe, and we're here for another podcast. Grateful to have you all listening and pray that you all are doing well. You know, it was occurring to me that we have a few different platforms that we're able to reach people on. We have our podcast here. We have our Sunday morning messages. We have messages that Bishop Lowe does on Thursdays. We have our YouTube channel where we put up multiple videos and Actually, even now we have a a lunch recap, as I call it, of some of the things that we talk about on Sunday mornings and sometimes just random teachings. And in doing the podcast today, I wanted to kind of join, at least this week anyway, one of the latest teachings I had done where we were talking about the grace of God, what it meant, and more specifically, especially in the way I titled it for that video for the lunch teaching was two things we get from the grace of God. So I want to have that conversation with you all as well today too, and talk about two things that you can get because we have grace from God. Now I want to open up and start with a definition of what grace is and what it really means. Now, and I want to define grace for you in this thing called the Erdman's Bible Dictionary. So grace defined in the Urban's Bible Dictionary says is God's unmerited favor towards humanity and especially his people realized through the covenant and fulfilled through Christ Jesus. So God's unmerited favor towards humanity and especially his people and is realized through the covenant and fulfilled through Christ Jesus. So when you talk about God's favor, we talk about his love, his forgiveness, the way that he feels towards us. And the grace of God, most of the time when you hear people talking about it, you say, God, we're so grateful for your grace and your mercy. And we talk about the the goodness, the grace and the mercy of God. It's almost like those two words always go together. But see, although we many times will use those two words together, they are very different. God's favor, God's grace, those two words can go together, but God's grace and God's mercy They are not the same thing. It's not to be confused with God's mercy. When you say God's grace, that's one thing. God's mercy is something different. So what's the difference between the two of them? God's grace. Simply put is this. This is when God is giving us something that we do not deserve. God is giving us something we do not deserve. We didn't earn it. We shouldn't have it. And God's mercy is not giving us what we do deserve. We deserve something, but God is not going to give it to us. Think about a punishment, for example. We deserve a punishment because of God's mercy. He does not give us the punishment that we deserve. That is mercy. But his grace gives us something we do not deserve in terms of the forgiveness of our sins. God's grace forgives us when we don't deserve it. And God's mercy does not punish us when we do deserve it. So those are the two differences there. So again, God's grace is giving us what we do not deserve, while God's mercy is not giving us something that we do deserve. So as we look at this, we have to think and ask the question, why is it that we even need God's grace in the first place? Now, if you've listened to me on Sunday mornings, especially when we talk about the the call For a believer, the call to come to God, the call for learning about this relationship of God. 
one of the things that we learned was, was that in the beginning, God is and always has been a perfect God. He is a God without sin. And when Adam and Eve, when they were in the garden, they committed the sin that they did. They now had sin on them. Didn't make a difference how little it was. You know, one of the things that we do very well in society is that we judge people based on how good, bad, righteous, unrighteous we see them as. You know, you take two people. One person has this particular thing that they did. Somebody, I don't know, robbed a bank. And then you have somebody else who just told a white lie. You know, one of a very small lie. You say, oh, well, you know, this person right here, they just told a lie. It's not like they robbed a bank. But see, the thing is, is that sin is sin in God's eyes. There is no levels to it. You either have sin on you or you don't. And the first time you have sin on you, you have sin on you. You know, we've used an example before where if you had a cup of water and you put a little bit of poison in the water, even if it's just a little bit, would you drink the water? Probably not because there's poison in it. This is how sin is. It doesn't make a difference how much it is. If it's in there, if we have it on us, we have sin on us. And so the reason we need God's grace is, is because God who is without sin cannot mix with the people who have sin over them. So what it says in the scripture that we all know in John three sixteen, it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only one and on, his one and only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. God sent his son into the world to die for that world, to clean them up from that sin, to wipe it all away, to have a sacrifice, to atone for that sin, to make a sinful people be without sin. And now those people without sin can now be joined with a sinless God. And even in speaking about this, this leads to the first thing that we get just because of God's grace. God did all of that, giving us what we do not deserve because of his love, his favor towards us. So the first thing that we get from God's grace is, is that we are saved. And scripture directly tells us exactly what I just told you. It says in Ephesians chapter two, verse eight, it says, for it is by grace that we have been saved. OK, now before I read the rest of it, it is by grace you have been saved. It's by grace you've been saved. God gave it to you. He gave you something that you do not you did not deserve. And it's through that thing is how you have been saved. But let me read the scripture in, in full. So in uh, Ephesians chapter two, verse eight says, for it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God and it's not by works so that no one can boast. It is by grace you have been saved. It's not something that you did. It's not something that uh, you could earn. You can't work for it. God gives it to you. It's not by yourselves. You can't buy it. You can't steal it from somebody else. God gives it to you because he wants to give it to you. And it's not based on what you do. It's not based on merit. It is not based on you being worthy of it. The worst sinner in the world can meet God of all. That's the kind of love that God has for each one of us. And the truth of the matter is, is that all of us are dirty. All of us are unworthy. And it doesn't make a difference if you did something today, which we all probably did. We've probably all done something. We do it all the time. 
but because we did it once before, we have sin on us. And God says, even though you have that, you can't get it off on your own. You wouldn't be able to do it. But because I love you, I am going to give you something that you do not deserve. And that is to remove it from you. So I have an example of God's grace here. And in Genesis chapter six, verses one through three, it says, when men began to increase in number on the earth and daughters were born to them, the sons of God saw that the daughters of men were beautiful and they they married any one of them that they choose. And so what it was talking here, talking about here is that the sons of God, they were hooking up with the daughters of men. And in verse four, same passage, it says the Nephilim were on earth in those days. And also afterwards, when the sons of God went to the daughters of men and had children by them, they were having children with one another. They were the heroes of old men of renown. And the Lord saw how great man's wickedness on the earth had become. And that every inclination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil all the time. The Lord was grieved that he had made man on earth. I'm sorry, let me, re- let me reread that sentence. The Lord was grieved that he had made man on earth and his heart was filled with pain. So the Lord said, I will wipe mankind whom I've created from the face of the earth, men and animals and creatures that move along the ground and the birds of the air, for I am grieved that I have made them. Now, that was all verse, uh, let's see here, verse one through seven. But here it is in verse eight. In verse eight, it says, but Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. He found favor in the eyes of the Lord. And in the New King, King James Version, it says that he found grace in the eyes of the Lord. It, and no matter what was going on anywhere else, because it said right here in this particular scripture, every inclination of the thoughts of man's heart was evil. Every inclination, everybody was messing up. We all, they all had sin all over them. But verse eight, Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord or grace. If you're reading the new King James, the Lord was so grieved. He was going to kill everything because everything was evil. Everything was bad at that time, but Noah found grace. He found it in God's eyes, meaning that it wasn't anything that Noah could have done, but it was what God said that he would give. And this is the same grace that he gives to us as well, too. Evil is everywhere. Y'all don't need me to tell you that. But you, me, your family, my family, we have all found grace in the eyes of God. And it is not something that we can earn. We can't buy it, like I said a little bit earlier. And because it's not based off of works, there's nothing that we can do to have it given to us, but there's also nothing that we can do to change God's mind in terms of turning it away. As long as we believe in God, as long as we serve God, that's it. As long as we make God our God. But it's not based off of works. It's because of God's love for us. And so that was the first thing that we can get. We're saved because of God's grace. We are saved. Now, here's the second one. The second thing that we can get from God's grace is this. Our prayers can be answered. Our prayers can be answered. Our prayers. When we pray. The things that we are asking God for so earnestly. He hears us when we pray. And those same prayers can be answered. He hears our requests and those things that we ask for can be given to us as well. 
In Exodus chapter 33, verse 12 through 14. Now I'm going to read the new King James this time. It says, but then Moses said to the Lord, he says, see, you say to me, bring up this people, but you have not let me know whom you will send with me. Yet you have said, I know you by name and you have also found grace in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray, if I found grace in your sight, show me now your way that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight and consider that this nation is your people. Moses is saying right here to God. God, you told me I found grace in you. And Moses is saying, God, if that is true, show me your way. Show me who you are. Let me see you. Give me more direction. Give me more of you. And in verse 17, the Lord speaks back. He says, so the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken for. You have found grace in my sight and I know you by name. And then Moses said, please show me your glory. So God is saying back to him after hearing what Moses had to say. He said, I will do what you ask. Why? Because you have found grace in my sight. It's not about anything you did, Moses, but I am giving you grace, even though you don't deserve it. I am giving you something that you do not deserve. You have found grace in my sight, meaning that you can ask me for something, the things that you need, the things that you desire, the things that you want. You can ask for those particular things and I will hear you and answer you because of the grace that I've given you. Y'all, do y'all understand that? God is giving us all of these things and the ability to hear us when we pray based off of what his love for us and not how we react towards him. Like we said, from grace, he's giving us something we do not deserve. Giving us something that we do not deserve. God says that he'll hear our prayers and he'll answer our prayers because of his own grace. Not us. Him. So because of the grace that God gives us, we have two things. Again, the first one is that we are saved. We have the ability to be with God, to be removed from all of that sin that we have all over us. Why? Because God sent his own son as a sacrifice to atone for that sin. Something had to be punished. And so God had his own son in John three sixteen to take that punishment for you and for me. Why? Because we have found grace in his sight. And the second thing is that our prayers can be answered. Not because we're anything special, because you know what? We're not. If we were to really look at it, we have sin all over us and we deserve to be punished for the things that we do on a regular basis. But because we have found grace in God's eyes. He doesn't pay attention to that. He cleaned all of the sin off of us. And he also says that he listens to us. How, why do we deserve this grace? Why do we deserve a God like this? The truth is we don't. He loves us that much anyway. So last thing, or just as a quick reminder, Two things that we get from the grace of God. The first one is that we are saved. And the second one is, is that our prayers can be answered. Hope that was a blessing for you. So I want to thank you for joining us on another episode of the Light Post podcast. It's a ministry of the Guiding Light Church. 
For other messages and resources, connect with us online at guidinglight.org, Guiding Light Church on Facebook, or Guiding Light Church TV on YouTube. As always, it's been a blessing to spend a little bit of time with you today, and I pray this was a blessing. So until next time, y'all take care. God bless and talk to you soon.